Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first podcast episode of Only Alpha. I wanted to try something a little bit different uh, in 2022 um, than I have in the past for the Substack. Um, I have, you know, traditionally written articles uh, for for the eyes, right? But going forward, I wanted to incorporate audio into the mix of every episode. Um, I know that some people, you know, might not have time to read. Uh, all my posts, especially the single name stocked companies where they could get pretty in depth with all the due diligence that I've done. So going forward, I want to include an audio and a written version of every article. So if you can't read it, at least you can listen. Uh, so hopefully my voice uh, <laughs> is something that you can tolerate uh, for every single article. But um, I want to at least give the option to everybody going forward, you know, create more value for you guys um, to make sure that you, you can get the, the most you can out of it. So for the first episode, which coincides with the first article that I'm writing for the year, which is a chart of the week breakdown titled Volatility is the New Normal. Uh, so this whole theme uh, that I came up with was you know, really brought on by one of my friends who mentioned to me that there's so much volatility in the S&P as far as price, mo- price movements that uh, the last two years have actually been a lot more. And what he gave me a statistic of 10 years uh, but I wanted to really dive into the data and see just how accurate that is, because that's that's a pretty bold claim, right? Um, so what I ended up doing was I took the S&P price movements and I charted them on the table that you can see. Uh, so if we look at 2020, um, this whole chart shows that uh, the intraday price movements, either to the upside or the downside of the S&P, of plus or minus 1%. So in 2020, there was actually 157 days where the S&P you know, during the day moved up or down by negative or plus 1%, um, which is actually pretty significant because if you look at how many trading days there were in 2020, which is actually 253, that means that 62% of the time in 2020, the volatility was at or over uh, plus or minus 1%, which is wild. Uh, if we fast forward to what is now 2021, the there were 86 days where the price movements were plus or minus one percent and in 2021 there were 252 trading days so not as significant as 2020 with 62 percent but uh, 2021 had 34 percent of all trading days uh having these you know massive price swings um but you know like so so what does this necessarily mean right this is a this is a chart of the week breakdown so i'm trying to inform you guys something that i find very interesting um, so when it comes to what I believe is the hypothesis behind um, what is driving these huge price swings, uh, so I a few reasons. Number one, I think that you know with the growing trend of all these brokerages going down to commission-free trading, so you're not actually paying anything to trade. I believe that leads to investors not having to really be conscious of the fees that are associated with moving in and out of trades on a constant basis. So because of that, that eliminates a lot of the whole friction involved with holding a position because you just don't want to pay the fees. Um, Secondly, in case you haven't heard, uh, 2020, we had a pandemic um, (laughs) kind of shut down the world, um, put people into lockdown, people into quarantine, a lot of places closed down, even temporary permanently. Either way, the, the theme there was that you were not spending as much money as you normally would have because the world just was not functioning as regularly, right? So the savings rate went up. A lot of people were bored. They try to spend money with renovating houses, you know, et cetera. A lot of people discovered Robinhood for the first time uh, and investing and poured money into those services. 
Um, so there was just a, a ridiculous amount of liquidity in the market. So with, with more liquidity comes more price swings. Additionally, I also think that there is a, um, you know, a call out that I think should definitely be made when it comes to a being able to borrow money that isn't yours, right? So this is quote unquote buying on mar or borrowing on margin. Uh, Robinhood has taken a lot of heat for this because of just the negative press that they've gotten over, you know, uh, young inexperienced investors being able to just borrow massive amounts of money um, without really needing to provide much collateral, if any, to get it. Uh, so, you know, this, this is all a recipe for disaster, right? Not having to pay for your, for your trades. Um, you just have a, like a lot more cash because you're not spending it in traditional places that you were over the last two years. And the ability to get more of that money through leverage, you know, uh, you know via margin, uh, only exacerbated the situation. So what does this necessarily mean, though? So if we look at 2020 and 2021, there were in total 243 trading days that had a plus or minus 1% price movement during the day for the S&P 500. If we compare that to the last four years prior to that, so 2016 to 2019, that had 272 trading days, where it was plus or minus 1%. So the last two years alone almost superseded the four years prior, which is pretty wild, right? Um, it's it, you, you kind of want to have, you know, stable, stable growth. But when you have price swings like this, it can really, you know, either, you know, drive a price going up or it can even drive a price going down, especially when people you know want to panic sell or they have a fear of missing out, you know, FOMO. Um, so that, that only makes it worse. But what, a, a good statistic that I want to share with you all, which I called out in the uh, in the article, is that beginning in 2020, so this includes 2020 and 2021, the average intraday price movement upwards uh, and downwards were actually at a 10-year high. Um, so if we're looking at over the last two years, the average uh, intraday price movement upwards was actually 0.7%, and the average uh, on the downside was negative 0.63%, where if we look at the next highest set, which is actually in 2018, the average high was at 0.59% and the average low was at negative 0.61%. So even though the lows were kind of in line, the highs were actually very uh, different. Um, even though you're, you're comparing uh, 110 basis points, you know, between 0.7 and 0.59, when you're talking about massive swings in an S&P index, that, that means a lot. That's a huge difference um, in comparison. Um, so the biggest takeaway that I want you all to, to leave with uh, this chart is that no matter how you look at it, going forward with all these um, you know, factors being uh, folded in, that there's going to be, you're just going to be ready for some short-term pain and gain uh, because these price swings are not going to be going away. I think they're going to be here for a while as the data shows, um, the trend line points upwards. And I think you know, with this more liquidity flooding the market, we're going to be having to, you know, have this become the new normal. Uh, but yeah, this is the first episode of the podcast. Uh, as I get more comfortable, you know, speaking to you guys in audio, I'm sure that these will get better. So please bear with me if you have any feedback. Would love to hear from hear about it. Um, but I appreciate you listening in, and please be uh, on the lookout for the next podcast, which is associated with another article. Um, and thanks for all your support.